Welcome back to the Travis Test Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. We are healthcare travelers and the creators of Travis Test. And we just wrapped up our 10th Travis Test adventure trip. And we are going to break down the things that we have learned from all of those trips in this episode. That's crazy that oh, I thought you were going to sneeze again. I, was, I feel and like it. He was just having like a sneezing fit where he goes and like literally sneezes a hundred times. Yeah. It's so annoying. And then I feel bad because it's not your fault, but I'm literally like, stop. I know she yells at me like, Shut come up. on. I know. Seriously. <laughs> so mad. Get a handle on it. I know. It's like when someone coughs like nonstop, you're like, enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a choice. Like I'm hitting a button. I know. Um, but I was saying, you know, wrapping up our 10th trip and our groups have, well, now they have 10 people. Our Bali trips had 10 people. Before that, there would be like 14 people. Uh-huh. So over 100 people, like we've taken on trips. Adventures around the world. That's crazy. Like 100 uh-huh. other people. We should see how many miles our trips have covered, you know? Like, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, it's like halfway across the world, all the way across the world in Bali and... Yeah, it's just... Peru, I think it's just Patagonia. crazy that... Yeah, I, I so cool. So we'll get into this, but um, just from the, the very beginning of Peru, you know, being our very first trip that we hosted and that we planned and organized, and that was in 20... 22. 22. Wow. Okay. So July 2022. Uh-huh. And our first ever trip, we didn't have any idea what to expect, if we were going to like it, if we were... We, we didn't know. Like, you and I had only ever traveled by ourselves. Like, we, we didn't travel with groups of people. So, like, are we even going to like this? Like, can we even handle this? Can we do this? And, and so that was just kind of... Like, let's give it a try and see how it goes. And we did the best that we could with what we had available or what we knew, the knowledge we had. And we ran a great trip, but we still didn't know what to expect. And so it's crazy to look at how much growth we've had since that trip to where we are now. Totally. I mean, it's insane. Like, that's where this podcast is, like, kind of coming from. Because I was like, remember I suggested it. Because I was just like, the things that we've learned and like looking back at that first trip and just our persona and our thought process and like how we did things and just kind of the way we handled things was just so, what would you go, amateur? Well, and we were, like the day before we were leaving for the Inca Trail on our very first trip. So we did, in 2022, we ran back-to-back Inca Trail trips. So we hiked Inca Trail twice with two separate groups. So it was like two groups of, I think it was like 12 or 14 people, Mm -hmm. 12 people, maybe something like that. And it was before our very, I think it was our very first group. It was. And we went, Aaron and I before, and like we went and had like pizza at one of our places that we would always go to. We sat in the corner. We were just debriefing and we, we were like literally buckets of tears i was crying we were fighting we were like i'm never fucking doing this again like i hate this 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 sucks like i don't even remember why we were fighting or what triggered that or what happened you were being like 
in a mood in the van. I, for whatever reason, that triggered it. And then we were like, come on, like we need to go talk. Cause we were in the van with other people. And then we're like, okay, let's go talk. Like, let's go grab dinner and like just you and I and go talk. And, and we were just like fighting and we were saying we were never going to do it again. And just to look back at that, I'm like, oh my God, like what, like there wasn't even like just, why were we so upset looking at all the things like we've gone through now on these trips and all the things that have come up or different things we've had to deal with them like what were we even upset about like i don't even do you remember yeah i mean we don't have to get into it but like details no, I remember. about it but it was basically like a high level like skim over was it's just i mean it still happens in these groups like there's a point where like you said, we weren't sure how I was going to be traveling with a group. And there's times where I'm exhausted. I don't want to talk. I just want quiet. And then I didn't know really how to handle that because I didn't want to chat. I just kind of want to sit on the bus and be quiet. And, you know, the bus, there was like talking going on the whole time. And I was like wanting to put on my headphones and just kind of like zone out, but I didn't feel like I couldn't. You could have totally done that. No, I know. Now I get that. But like at the time, I felt like I had to be present and involved in the conversation and I really didn't want to be. And so I just kind of reverted and just went quiet and you noticed it and then kind of poked at me a little bit and then that started us into a little argument and then we had to go settle it in the uh, restaurant. And we were tired and exhausted and... I think that's it too. Is like, the, be, there's, it was such an unknown experience. Like, like we've never traveled with a group. And yeah, a group travel is amazing in so many ways. But there's definitely moments where you are just like, you just want to be, right? And you yeah. don't want to talk. And you don't want to be like involved with everything. And we didn't really... I think that was also weighing heavier on us at that point. Because it was our first time ever doing it. And we didn't know how to navigate it. It's like... We were, you know, emotional and we're like, we wanted to do a really great job. So we kind of have like the stress of like figuring out all the details. It was our first Well, we one. also didn't know logistically how things were going to work. And remember that was the day that if we didn't leave by a certain time, then the roads were going to close and then we had to wait three hours. Yeah, <laughs> and that then we was so... had our briefing that night and yeah, yeah. it's like all sorts of stuff. So it was like, it was just... We didn't understand the flow because we were on the trip for the first time. And yeah. so it kind of added stress because we're in charge, but yet we didn't really know what was happening. We were kind of along for the ride with everybody else. Well, I wouldn't say that. We, we knew exactly what was happening. We planned every single detail. We planned every single, like day like we knew exactly it's not like we were just like so what's what's I don't going feel, on today guys? i don't feel like that's what i said i was just saying like we were experiencing the trip for the first time but we were very much aware of every single detail of that trip we and were the aware of the of we the were trip. aware of the organization and the details what we were not aware of and which we did on the second peru trip is during the briefing we told everybody because we experienced it twice that traffic is like, you don't know, they close roads, like be prepared to have like an hour delay sitting in the van, like it's going to be a three to four hour ride home, like they say it's 30 minutes, but it's going to be another hour and a half, like we were aware of that the first time we weren't, so it was kind of like, wow, like this is kind of crazy, like how long we're in this van, and you know, it was like four hours riding in that van on the way home, and so those yeah, were the lot. little things that we didn't know is those nuances that we know now. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. In that way. Um, but yeah, I think my point with all of that was just saying I can picture us in that restaurant kind of having this breakdown of kind of like, what were we thinking? And then looking back, right, 10 trips later and having such a different perspective and have grown so much and have like gone through so many other things and how we've grown as leaders and as a couple and as partners and as hosts, like it's just crazy to look back Mm -hmm. on that. Even though, which is so funny because even though that trip was such an incredible experience with that group of people like that particular group have now become like our og traps as people like they've come on every single one of our trips like we're like family now we're friends like good friends like real friends mm-hmm. you know like they've all become friends they meet up and do shit together like so to have that be our first group with that with those people was the absolute perfect thing that could have ever happened for us. 100%. Because even though, and that was before we did the Inca Trail, so it was just kind of leading up to that. And we had the breakdown, we had a great talk, we pulled ourselves together, like, we got this, like, let's do this. And then we ended up having the most incredible experience on the Inca Trail with that group. Well, the Inca Trail brings people together, which is cool. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I think just seeing the first trip to where this 10th one was, it's just like, you know complete 360 but i don't want to keep going down this path i wanted to actually get into like okay side note just before um we are getting ready to launch another uh, peru so this will be our third time going back to peru and we hiked salcante last year but this year we're doing the inca trail again and amazon Yep, so we're hiking the Inca Trail. We're going into the Amazon jungle and staying in an eco lodge there and just gonna have like all these cool jungle activities. And I think it's cool because this is a new experience for you and I. We've never been to the Amazon. And so we get to do something different. And I think it's cool to experience two totally different sides of Peru, like totally. the Andes Mountains, the jungle. And it's gonna be an amazing, amazing trip. Um, there's just nothing like the Inca Trail. Like now that yeah. we've done Salcante, like that was cool. But the Inca Trail is just so iconic. It's so it's just there's there's a magic about it. Um, there is there's a magic. There's the history, the culture. You learn so much, which is what makes it cool. Because Salcante was gorgeous, but there's not a lot of history. Yeah. You're just kind of walking from place to place. Whereas, like, the Inca Trail, you're stopping at, like, the archaeological sites, like, the whole way to where you're almost, like, at the end, like, I mean, we bypassed archaeological sites because we're, like, like we've seen so many, right? Yeah. But it's, like, now that I've done Salkante, I actually appreciate every one of those sites. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That, it's just, you're stopping along the way, learning about the Incan history, and you're hiking, that was the other thing, too, is Salkante had its they each have pros and cons right they are both amazing in their own way but on the inca trail hiking into machu picchu there's nothing like that experience where you've hiked for four days and you finally reach your destination which is machu picchu and it was such an incredible experience like you're walking in like dirty with your walking sticks and everyone's like woo, like clapping for you and it's just an amazing experience we didn't get that on salcante because you don't hike into machu picchu so anyways 
we are going to be launching that trip next week. So oh keep, my God, it's awesome. keep your eyes out on your inbox. Uh, we will be sending out an email once we get, uh, get it all ready to go. Mm -hmm. All right, so then let's just get into it. I mean, that was one of one of the things for me, so. I did wanna to say too, um, something that I've been thinking about and I think this needs to come out a lot more. You know, now that Travis Says Adventures has been, you know, on our 10th trip, we've, we have a big portfolio going out for 2024. You know, the thing is, is our trips are always going to be small groups, right? 10 to 12 max. Um, and so with that being said, there's a lot of people that want to go on these trips. And so I know, it, you know, it's basically saying it's not a guarantee that you would make the, the that first cut, those first 12 people, right? And so if that's the case, I'm, I'm just trying to change people's mindset. Like my whole goal is that you look at our adventures of the year and pick the one you want to go on that you're most excited about, but also have like a backup. And I know that's really hard to do. Um, because of the fact that like we have Greece coming up in September and I know a lot of people want to go on that trip. So you wouldn't like go to Peru and go to Greece unless you could swing it, right? Swing both because we'd love to have you on all of them. Um, but because that would be a hard decision, you know, like putting in for Peru, but you could have got into Greece. So, you know, I don't know how that works, but... Well, I think that's what we're, that's the problem we're trying to solve right now are, with putting all of our trips for the year on our website and that should be done next week all the trips will not be on there yet because we have to like build them all out but i think that's kind of moving into the future that's what we're trying to do is to have all of the trips listed out for the entire year so you can really get a sense of it and and we have to obviously to, i'm not gonna we have to talk more about this privately i don't know what like if you can go ahead and like if you know 100 percent you want to go to greece but we haven't like officially launched that yet could you go ahead and reserve your spot but like we will still oh be, yeah we haven't talked about that's that. what i mean so we're trying to find a good system with this so that it's an easier process and people can get a sense of this is the trips I would like to do. You know what the costs are, you know what the dates are, you know what the itinerary is and you can plan for that. So anyways, we can, we'll get more, we'll have that more kind of hammered out once we come yeah. up with a plan around it. Okay. Oh. Let's get into the things. Okay. I just have a couple. Oh, go ahead. Well, I mean, I figure they're going to trigger a conversation and then I'll share mine, but I think one thing for me... Because I'm sure they're going to be similar. Really? Possibly. Okay. Because there's so many different things. So I was kind of just yeah. like trying to think of it in, in a whole. Like, oh, and I wanted to say too that we mentioned we've had over, well over 100 people join Travis Adventure Trips. And I just feel like even just saying that, you know, I just feel so grateful mm -hmm. and appreciative and excited for the people who have, you know, trusted us, you know, with their time, with their money. Like that is, that is something to take very seriously. Oh, right. And we do. Yeah. And so I just, you know, especially those, those first group, you know, know. like, and I just, I don't know. I'm just really, really grateful. And we continue to have new people come into the groups. And I feel like our goal is to always just give you the best, best possible experience that we can and give you the most value and just really create a beautiful experience and adventure for you and, and just 
we're appreciative of all the people who choose to come on a Travsess adventure and allow us to plan your trip and host your trip. And we take that very seriously. And mm -hmm. so I just wanted to say that. Well said. Okay. So one thing I think that has come up a lot on these trips is it, it a lot of things within our relationship, right? <laughs> because we've never... Like you're not normally, like it's kind of these fabricated situations. I think in a relationship, you're not, you know, normally going out and like hosting people and around all these other people and like all the, like that, that's not normal to do all the time. So it, a lot of things have come up within our relationship, which I think is great because like we always look at everything as um, just an opportunity to learn and to grow as like a classroom, you know, like, okay, I'm triggered here. What do we need to work on? But so things have come up. And I think one of the things that I've really learned, though, is that we each have very different strengths and we can play off of those things really well when we each are just aware of like, hey, this is a, a strength of mine. Like, I'm going to take this and run with it. And you're really good here. So like you take that instead of us both feeling like we need to like be all of the things, just like take our strengths and really like run with those and bring those into the group. And I think over these past trips, we've really figured out what those things are and how we can show up and be our best selves and do what we're the best at mm -hmm. individually within the group. Yeah, no, and I think that's true because it's those strengths I don't think ever would play out in a normal everyday life. Right. And I think even when we traveled by ourselves, those skills weren't apparent, right? They weren't needed. And so we've really honed those in. And it's been cool. That's been a thing of like, wow, like I am really good at that. You are really good at that. I didn't even know you were good at that. Right. And like being able to adapt and like mold and like grow and then kind of take it on. Like, okay, this is my thing. Like, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm going to continue to do in these groups. And, like, you and I have those those talks every time, like, before and after. Like, you know, how is this going to go? How do you see this? Like, and we have our roles. And we just kind of have falling in, fallen into those groups. And I think they work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think instead of, you know, try, yeah, I think just instead of trying to have each other be good at all yeah all the things are like wanting the other person to be like the other person advice it's just like figuring out what what individually we're good at and sticking to that and supporting each other through that yeah you know um i will say that what i've noticed in myself is that it is the biggest mirror I have ever been exposed to. I feel like all of my, I'm going to say weaknesses or things that I could work on in my personal life gets brought up to the surface immediately. Mm -hmm. And it's, I've never been quote unquote triggered in the way that I have been on these trips to where I've had to look at myself and be like, wow, like, I got to work on that and that, it, which I, I love, but 
every trip it's something new that pops up whether it be in our relationship whether it be personal Mm -hmm. and I think that's been the craziest thing that I never thought would happen yeah right because obviously being people that are big into self you know improvement and self-growth I could easily just be like this is who I am and this is what I do and like whatever but like that's not that's not who I want to be. I always want to be better and I always want to be pushing myself. And like these trips thrust me to the forefront of that. And I've noticed multiple things within myself um, that I, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve a lot and I have to be able to reel that in. And like, I realized that, you know, Kim, honestly, if we were playing the newlywed game, I guarantee she would say I'm the center of attention. What I've realized is like, when I'm ready to be the center of attention, I like to be the center of attention, but I don't need to be all the time. And I think I actually like to recharge and be by myself more and like have moments to where I can just like recharge. It takes me longer to recharge than it used to, to where like constant conversation and and things like that, like drain me. I get drained very quickly um, because I kind of go all in and then I'm just like done. Yeah. That's how, that's how I am too, though. Like I'm an extrovert because I, extrovert, what did I say? Ectivert. Ectivert, extrovert, because I like people, I'm very social and friendly, but I recharge and fill up by being alone. Like my alone time is so important to me. That is how I like refill my tank. And I like I feel like when I'm with people I'm all in like I really show up and I also I really like meeting people I like talking to people I like asking people's questions I've always been like that I naturally enjoy getting to know new people and I think that's something that comes very naturally to me of just like asking people questions and I'm I'm genuinely interested right I'm not just like going through the motions And so I feel like I show up fully and completely and I give everything I have to every social situation, especially on our trips. But then I I reach a point where then I feel like I hit a wall and then I'm like, okay, I need to go and just like recharge my battery and be alone and not talk and just enjoy that time just to reconnect to myself. And then I'm ready to go again. And I was surprised because I do feel like I like being alone more than you do, like in in normal life. And I spend a lot of time alone, but I feel like I I was also surprised to learn through these trips that I didn't need as much downtime in between things as I thought I needed. Like I felt like I could recharge quickly. Like I could, you know, go to bed that night and just have some like alone time or quiet time and wake up the next morning and be all in again. Like I didn't need I was always worried about the social element would it be too much for me would I just be so drained like can I keep up with the social aspect of these trips Um, because again I love social interaction and like quick spurts and I'm all in so I so I was surprised that I was able to recharge pretty quickly Mm -hmm. and like and keep showing up and being energized with the people I just I noticed that it's always the day after a drinking day or activity Mm. that the next day I don't want to talk. Well, yeah. I mean, that's in normal life. Yeah, but like like people in the groups are like, like it never happened. I feel like I, I, there, people are made from, cut from a different cloth. Like 
the more people we meet, the more I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm like a, a baby grandma when it comes to like, drinking or partying. I can't keep up. Like, and people are built differently. I, and it doesn't matter how old I am. This was me in my twenties. Like I've always been someone who can go really hard. I'll go hard all night crazy have fun but then the next day i'm completely done and i'm not i can't i've never been able to do back-to-back days again i'm good at really good spurts but then i need time to like recharge Mm -hmm. and so i and even in our normal life i mean you and i like to have drinks for sure oh yeah we'll go to dinner we'll have drinks we'll come home like we'll sit and talk but i would say we do that like once a week it's very rare that will drink multiple times a week. I that would that's not our no, normal. No. That's just so to be in like a group setting where people are drinking every single night and staying out and partying and then coming back and waking up and going with our day's activities. I'm like more power to you. I don't know how the hell you do it. No, and we don't even do that when we're on our own and on no. and on quote unquote vacation. No. Yep. We just so that's another thing. It's just like we're just built differently. Yeah, no, I think that leads into kind of the other thing I learned. And this was something that I had to wrap my mind around because I take what, go ahead. I was sorry. I just, I wanted to say this one thought I just thought of before we move into like the next thing you're going to say, just to wrap that up, because our trips are not party trips. And so every like Peru and Patagonia were like our big hiking trips. And so there was really no partying until the end like our last night our final dinner that was or in patagonia we would have a glass of wine or two or whatever you know at at night but it was never any big partying so i think bali was the first trip that there was more drinking and then people wanted to go out after dinner and people wanted to go out to the club that we are you know and that was the first time we had ever experienced that before on one of our trips where we're like wait Should we rethink this? Because we can't keep up Mm -hmm. with this sort of like partying. But then we ended up finding our own flow with it in our our own groove and realizing when we could show up and be present and go out with people. And then when we realized like, no, we need to just recharge because we need to show up tomorrow and also be on. Mm -hmm. Like we're not calling in sick. Yeah. Like we have to, as the host, like we need to be on. So anyways, we, we navigated that and figured it out. But I just want, like, Bali was the first time that that's ever been a thing we had to think about. Yeah, no, totally. And I think that's why I said it leads into, like, the biggest thing that I've had to wrap my mind around is the amount of detail that we put into these trips down to, okay, we're planning on having an eight-course meal with drinks. Like, what are we doing the next day? It needs to be a late morning. It cannot be an early, early morning. So that way it gives people time to rest because that's how we travel, right? Like, I don't want to be like up early after like a long night of drinking with the possibility that you might be hung over. Like, so all of that thought goes into it. Let's have a day off after like the Batur and the hot springs, you know, cause that ended up being a lot of fun or, you know, Peru, like we make sure that like on the last night, like we have a blast, but the next day is like people are either flying out or staying a couple extra days to rest. Like it's usually how it goes. Right. And so Patagonia is the same way. It's like the last night when we're done, we come back, we have a cool dinner, we all hang out in the hotel, like it's a lot of fun. So, you know, it's, these trips are always like that. And what I realized was because of all the detail, I was so proud of it, right? And I I felt like it was so thought out. And then I have had to learn 
that even though we plan these trips and it's a small group trip, that this is still people's individual vacations that they've paid money for and that they are going to want to experience it the way that they want to experience it, not the way that we expect them to experience it. Mm -hmm. And I think I've had to let that go. And I've always wanted people to feel... Because again, we don't plan trips that we haven't been to, right? So we're also not doing things that we've never done. And the things that we are planning are things that I felt something, right? Like we felt something. That experience meant something. And so I want people to feel that. But I also realize not everybody feels the same thing as everybody else. And that was, that's been a shock to me with these trips and then once i let that go and just allow that to happen it was a lot easier right people will experience what they experience and i think you know this last time in bali was a real big eye-opener to like i didn't actually put a lot of thought into that right people can experience what they want to experience and people got what i wanted them to get without me trying to like force it on them Mm -hmm. and so that's been a big learning thing for me with all of these trips is just allowing people to experience it in the way that they see fit and if they want to go out at night and then wake up early in the morning and come on the trip go ahead but like we said just don't bring your hangover energy into the group yeah right like don't don't mess with the group energy if you want to be hungover, be hungover. but you are with a group and everybody feels energy yeah and so you know that's why i can't wear my heart on my sleeve anymore because it's felt yeah exactly i think yeah, that's definitely something that like, you've struggled with a lot, which is so interesting because like in our quote unquote, as Joey would say, normal. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that <laughs> we've means. We've been watching Friends. Um, our normal life, I've always been more of the controlling one in the relationship. Like mm-hmm. expect not. How would you say that? I don't think I have expectations, but I'm more controlling with certain things or I want it to be a specific way and I'm, you know, whatever. You're not at all, right? You're not controlling at all. But on these trips, you're definitely, I'm like the opposite. I'm like, you know, chill and relax and just like, you know, everyone just enjoys this experience. Like I know we have planned an incredible trip and people will experience in a way that they are meant to and how they want to go through this trip and walk through this trip. And everybody always leaves with exactly what they needed, even if it's not maybe how we pictured every single aspect, but like they're getting what they need. And I feel and I fully feel that and trust that. And I don't have any like thought about it where you're definitely more, you have been until you've worked on it, but you're more wanting to control it and have people experience it the way you want them to experience it. Which is just crazy because it's so opposite than our normal life, you yeah. know? No, totally. So. I, it, it is, yeah. No, it is, I mean, it is a control thing, which is weird, mm-hmm. right? But I am, I am very controlling in a lot of certain areas, right? Like, how I want things done. Actually, that's true. You are very controlling. Like, you're, yeah, like, even, like, when we're watching tv like we'll watch friends with dinner and like you have to have the remote and like i can tell you're anxious like if i have it like you're really weird and like you want things done a certain way you're very you're very why is that micro man okay listen 
the thing was, the system was messing up. That wasn't my fault, okay? We're not even getting into that because... It is more typical for you to have an issue with the remote than it is me. Okay, that is true. But you, like, I can't find the show or I can't, whatever. But you are very micromanagey. 100%. Yeah. But you're not controlling, I guess, within our relationship. But you're very micro managey in just so many areas of your that's life. A funny, that's a funny thing you mentioned, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, and it could be completely wrong, but it could also be my healing moment that I need because I just feel like I know that there are things that you are way better at than me. And so I would never try to micromanage you in those things because I just know you're better than them. And if I ever needed that, I would ask you because you're just better versus where I think that there's some things that I'm better and I do have an issue when you do it and I feel like I'm just smoother or faster or more efficient at it. So why not just let me do it? Yeah, I mean, I think... We and can, that goes with the trips, right? We can both right? be micromanaging in our own ways, yes. And, like, and I feel like I'm less micromanaging and controlling, which is more uh, part of my nature, just in general. I'm not like that at all on the trips, I don't feel You're like. You're not. Uh, which is... Weird. I'm. I feel like I'm very chill. You are, which is interesting. Which is weird it's because it's like I also have. But good. I leading up to the trip, I have yeah planned. Not okay. I don't want to say I've planned every detail because it's not like it's so like ooh restricted. Like every single minute is planned, but it's we have created a daily itinerary that has so much thought and so much detail and, and so much love into every single day. And so we have already put that energy into it. So that's known. And so when we when we're there, everything's already kind of in motion and and already and everything's already planned and everything of the times are already set. So I just feel like, okay, cool. Now let's just enjoy it and have fun and go with the flow with the rest of well, the I mean, stuff. Well, I mean, people can people can picture this, whether it be like, let's say you bought 13 Christmas presents and you're so excited about it and you're like really excited for your partner or your girlfriend or your family member to open those presents and they open it and they're just like, eh. Like you would be like, what? Like you would feel shitty, right? And so like if I planned, like remember that time when we first got together and I planned your, your birthday and it started off with like going and picking out bathing suits and then I got you the Tiffany's necklace and then mm-hmm. we went to Dolphin Cove or whatever it was and the hotel. Like if you would have just been like, this sucks. Like I would have felt so bad. Yeah, but you're, so you're like, acting like people are like acting like that. They're like, not. That's not. What I'm saying true. is it's in your head that you want this to be so good. And so that's what I feel like you have before the trip is that almost like anxiety around like, I want this to go really well and you want people to just really enjoy it and everybody ends up exactly loving every minute of it but you do get very nervous before the groups come in. Yeah, I get nervous but that's not what we were talking about. Oh, that's what I thought you were saying that you get all like worked up before. I was saying leading up to the trip, all the details are already planned. So then when I'm actually on the trip with the people, I just relax and enjoy it. Oh, I miss that. And like, I feel like everybody has their own experience, their own, like, um, what's the, like, 
I don't know the word that you were just talking about because you from that story you just told you were making it seem like you plan this amazing trip and that people are showing up and they are just like eh. no that's not but that's what you literally the story you just told that is what you made it sound like that's why I'm like, what are you talking about? No, I was basically just building up to like what you do for yourself, the pressure that you build on yourself. That's not even the case, right? Because that's how you can feel the pressure that we will, like how excited we are for people because we've planned this. They've never gone on this trip. They don't know what to expect. They just have like what the day itineraries are, but you and I know what these things are. So it's very exciting, but you just want people to like really enjoy it. And I think that ends up being a lot of the nerves and stuff before the group pulls in. Like when you and I are talking before and we're there and we've gotten all the stuff set up and then everybody's about to arrive and it's like you feel those balls of nerves. Like you're like tooting and running around. I'm not around. talking about being nervous. So that's, yeah, I think we're just well, not why don't, understanding. Well, why is it annoying you? I'm just, we were, we missed, we missed. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, you're acting like that's not true either. Oh, me, I never... But that's not what I would... Okay, let's just... Reset. <laughs> yeah, because I think we're... I don't know. Maybe we were just talking about two, di- two different things. Cause I, I think wasn't, so. I wasn't talking about getting nervous before a trip. I always get nervous before a trip. Like with that that waiting when they're pulling. Like I'm so nervous. Like I just want to get into it. I want to meet, meet the people, get the vibes and get into it. But that's not what I was talking about. I was just talking about like... Okay, let's just, I don't want to keep going yeah. on and on and on. Because like, we literally keep saying the same thing over yeah. and over again. Um, anything else? I, I I don't know. What Do you want to say anything else? About that? No. Like something else you've learned? Yeah. Okay. I've learned that it's crazy because, you know, uh, number one, I feel... And I'm going to toot my own horn for a little bit. I feel like I do a pretty damn good job knowing that majority of our trips are majority female. And that's been interesting because I do feel this protective energy that like not only are people trusting us and coming to another country that they've never been before, some not majority, but like some, a lot of people don't, especially in these last couple of groups, never met us they don't know us and they're going all the way across the world and i just feel this sense like i have to keep people safe even though it's not a dangerous place but just like observant to traffic and like i don't want anything bad to happen to anybody so i feel a very protective energy and especially when our group is all female yeah no that's it is it's such a it's a very weird dynamic it's an interesting dynamic and you know, we usually will have like one. Well, I would say we usually have like two guys. Last last two Bali trips, there was only one guy in each group, which, including. But then there's Aaron, and then there's Gide, who's our guide and yeah. our friend. But just as like a part of the group, and I'll say first, like yeah, like you, you do so amazing, and I think you're so. Like, I think you're just good at talk. Like, you, you can get along with most people, I think. Um, but you... So, I, I don't know. I just feel like you do really well for the situation you're in. Because you're trying to navigate, like, a completely... It's, like, basically like a girl group. And you're yeah. trying to, like... And it, it's different because 
most of our groups, even if it's majority girls, you know a lot of them. So, or a couple of them at least. So it's like, oh, like you have like your go-to friends. Like, you know, and then there's new people you have to meet. I think the last two Bali trips though were the first time that you didn't know anyone, any of the girls. So it was like, it was, it, it's just a completely different dynamic. I mean, I can't imagine if it was me and, and 10 dudes. Like, it's just, it's different. It just yeah. is. And it's like, I try to like be involved as much as I can, but it was like today I was at work and we had three nurses in the room and they were all sitting there and they were just like, I could hear their conversations and I was like, man, there is like nothing that I can even add to that conversation. And it's funny because I'm not really expected to. But for some reason in our groups, I feel like I need to be more involved to really get to know people. But there is just something there that it's like small talk between a guy and a girl is just not, it's just not always going to be there, right? Like, it's not like everybody, you can have like great conversations, but feeling like I need to be as involved as you, that's where I have a tough time because you're so involved and you're so in it that I feel kind of like, am I choosing to do this or am I like not fitting it you know what I'm saying like or am I forcing myself in like that feels weird and so trying to figure out the dynamic and where I fit in and how I can be myself but yet understand the natural dynamic of the group like that's been a tough thing to navigate yeah but it's also been a good lesson and it's been you know to really just trust myself yeah, I think it's something that you've done a really great job on. We'd love to have more dudes. If Please. Because it's honestly like, I don't want to be on a trip with all girls. Like, I like having guys in the mix too. I like the contrast. I like the dynamic. It's fun. It's nice to have that balance, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you do so freaking good for being in that sort of position. You you try to get to know people. You put yourself out there. Like, you, you, you are trying to navigate just this very interesting and and that's what i was saying is like these are fabricated situations right because in real life again as a married couple you're not necessarily just going out and hanging out with a group of 10 other women that you don't know like that that just doesn't happen right like you're with your friends and there's a group but like to be like yeah we you're surrounded by a group of 10 women you don't know that you are trying to get to know and, and even like with me, like as my, you're my husband and like, you're like a hot guy and like girls like you. And so it's like, you're also like, just, it's just like a weird dynamic where you're like, did someone just talk about her? Oh, uh, UPS. But yeah, it just, that has been an interesting thing to try to navigate and it's not normal. And I think you've done a really great job of trying to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, think about it like if you and I were at a bar and there was like a group of 10 girls or a restaurant sitting and I was like, I'm just going to go get to know them. Yeah, I'd be like, You would what? be like, you're so, like, fuck no. That, like, are like, you, are you, yeah. like, why? Yeah. It's. Right? But yeah, it'd because be it's our trips, I feel like I need to, but it's still, it, it's a weird dynamic. It is weird. I think too, we kind of chatted about like in the future, cause you know, we want to have more bring like hosts on to help us like host like travelers to help us like host groups and stuff. And I think if we have, and again, I will say that Peru, Patagonia, we're doing Everest base camp. We're doing Kilimanjaro. That's different. It's just, 
the people that those trips attract are different. It's like you're kind of in this physical challenge together. It's very different. I think Bali was a big learning curve for us because we're not doing this physical challenge thing. We're going out. We're doing this. Like it was, it was just a different. We're in nice type hotels of, every night. Yeah, it was just a completely different energy, and I think. Um, yeah, so I think that was different for you too because even on our hiking trips, we've had we've had a, a few dudes on those, but even with like the girls and stuff on those trips, like it is a different energy. Like I don't know, I just feel like this is one hundred percent because you're out hiking in nature, and yeah. so you're you're hiking at different paces. You're not always in one big group, just like all the time, all the time. You're not riding in a in a van everywhere you go, just packed in, you yeah. know, with the entire group, and so. So what I was, yeah, so what I was saying was, um, I think in the future, if it's a, say, like a Greece trip, right? Because I think Bali and Greece will be our two main trips that aren't necessarily something that has a big physical challenge component to it. Because even New Zealand is going to be very active. We want to mm-hmm. do Iceland. That's going to be active. Costa Rica. Like, I think those are more uh, going to be... Uh, but still not the same as EBC, Kilimanjaro... Uh, Peru and yeah, because Patagonia, Col- yeah, because those are surrounded by hiking trips. You are walking to your destination, right? Yeah, so it just because even different. Costa is going to be taking vans to like different areas, yeah, different excursions. Same with New Zealand, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay, we can circle back. My yeah. point was that for like a Bali or a Greece or something, if if we if we run that, say we run Bali again, okay, so say we are opening up Bali this year in October and all girls sign up, then I think we would do two women hosts instead of you and me or a guy and a girl. Cause it just really does make sense. And I think it makes sense even from like a, a woman's perspective of like, if I'm going on a trip and it's all women, like sometimes it's nice just to have a women's group, a women's energy. There's a lot of women's groups out there. So I feel like trying to navigate that, that if it's not a hiking trip and it's something like that in the future. I I disagree. But anyway. What? What do you mean you disagree? We've already talked about this. No, I disagree. I I mean, honestly, you and I haven't spoke. I I think I agree with two female hosts if it's not going to be us. But like, I also know that this is what, like, what we created. This is our baby. And I enjoy going on these trips. So like, I don't want to just sit it out just because of... No, I understand you know that, but obviously you and I will not be running every single trip. Well, That's just inevitable. Like there's no way you and I can run every trip. So our goal is to bring on other travelers as hosts over time and like train them and like also give travelers cool opportunities to have a side hustle and to get to travel. And I just feel like it's a really cool thing to bring the group into. Agree. So because we won't be running all the trips, if there are trips that are all women that have signed up, that's like a Bali or a Greece or something like that in the future, then that would be an opportunity to have two women hosts. I agree. Okay. Like there's no reason that you need to go on that trip. Like it just, it doesn't, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I think I have one more thing. I'm trying to think of if there was anything else I wanted to say about that. I guess not. No. Yeah. It's it's something we're always continuing to figure out. Totally. But I think all in all that you've done a great job. I think together in, a, in our relationship as partners, I think we've gotten way more solid like in supporting each other and like me really understanding too 
and supporting you and understanding your perspective that it is different for you. And I'm like, you know, whatever. So I think it's just me having more compassion and understanding and us supporting each other as partners. Mm -hmm. I think we've really come a long way with that in this weird dynamic. And I think we've done a really good job. No, totally. And I love like the conversations that happen post trips because it's like, we'll find things where I'm like, Hey, like, remember when I was like saying to the group, like, let's go, like, let's get moving or let's do this or let's do that. And like, you were saying that you sounded pretty aggressive with that. And I was like, well, whatever. And like, we had the conversation when it comes down to like, you know, that like, I like to be places on time and like, get in the van, let's get moving because that's what we can control. And like, you were like, hey, you know what? Like, I can help with that a lot more. And that was like, it's really cool to hear us be like, you know, when I have something that I'm like, I'm kind of like really adamant about that. And like, can you help me out with that more? And you're like, absolutely. Like, that's something I can definitely help you out with. And I think that's a really cool working dynamic, especially coming from a married couple who is also working together. Um, that's what I've really loved is like our communication has gotten pretty solid and very pinpoint mm -hmm. um, instead of just like dealing or like having almost resentment or feeling a little bit upset about something like we'll talk about it and we'll like hammer it out because then it's like okay cool or like you'll tell me straight up no you're overreacting you need to like figure that out and like so we have those honest conversations and I really like that we've been able to improve as a couple every single trip yeah I agree and so I think the last one I was going to say is being so these these trips have really made me cherish my relationship mm. a lot more. And I think it's just like you know anytime Kim and I are traveling or whatever we're doing she looks at me, I look at her and we're like let's go. Like and we just like Make the most out of any situation. Like even if it's something goes wrong or something goes bad, like we kind of just find the fun in it, right? And like we both like doing hard things, which I think is a really cool trait that you and I have. And I'm so glad that we're both like that because that would be really difficult if I like doing tough things and you didn't. Mm -hmm. And you and I don't complain about things. Mm -hmm. we're, we're you know if, if somebody gets on a tangent we'll one of us will usually say okay like get it out but like that's enough like no more like let's turn it around let's be grateful for what we're doing and I think like I'm so happy that that's a part of our relationship because I realize like that's not how everybody feels <laughs> mm -hmm. and so like you said the more and more people that do things the more and more people that come on the trip it's really cool to see that like because we live in a bubble you and I do with each other and we're usually in a in a city that we don't know anybody we do our thing we work in our business we go to work at the hospital we go on these trips and we get to meet a plethora of people different personalities different people different walks of life and i think that's a really cool way to learn because if you're not exposed to those things you think what you do is normal but you realize that it's not yeah i i i agree and i think just having to change our perceptions about things as well of you know what we think is hard or not hard and like that's not something we've ever had to do like you know walking a mile or walking upstairs or something that I would never consider this something challenging like we just don't really think like that like again we even if it's hard we're like we're in the jungle we're in Bali like we just 
I don't know, we have a different kind of perspective on things. And I, and, and I love that about us and I love that we can, so, but I, like you said, I think realizing, changing our perception that when we are sharing about a trip, like (laughs) we do have to think about it from other people's perspectives that it's not just our own. Right. And like thinking about, okay, like, you know, from an outside perspective, do we think like this is, you know, the activity level? What do we think it is? And so really just kind of getting outside of ourselves and thinking through like what other people will think as well and being able to express that and and to share that because not everybody does think like that us and we are learning that. And I think we're also, you know, infusing our mindset into these trips as well of like with complaining and stuff. It's just uh, or you're, you know, not complaining, but, you know, oh, there's a lot of stairs or, oh, you know, we have to walk or it's hot. But focus, like, being, what's the word? Not inspiring. Like, it's not the word I'm looking for. But I guess being. Leading by example? Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, it's hot. But, like, we're we're walking along the ocean, an island of in, in the middle of the Indian Ocean, like, like we get to be here. We're not mm-hmm. at work. We're not scanning freaking patients all day. Like this is where we get to be. Like we just try to refocus our attention because I always believe that if 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 it's hot, okay, and you're like it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. Oh my god, how much longer? It's hot. It's still hot. It's, right, it's still not walking. Changing. There's mm-hmm. nothing's changing. So why keep drumming that up? I mean, we've done this on all of our hikes, right? Like our the hikes we do are freaking hard. But if we we're like, oh my God, this is so hard, this is so hard, this is so, I can't breathe, it's so hard. We're still doing it, so why complain every step of the way? We try it just to, makes it harder. Right, it makes it miserable. Where it's like, to take my mind off it, I'm going to look out into the mountains, I'm going to have a moment of gratitude for where I am, or the quiet, or just like my body and how strong it is. Like I think we just naturally think like that. Mm-hmm. And so, Because yeah. I know that when I repeat things over and over in my head, it almost gets hotter, right? If yes. I'm saying that it's hot outside then it's going to get hotter. But when I'm like, ooh, I have sweat. It's cool. Like, there's a little breeze. Like, look at the ocean. Oh, my gosh. It's so pretty. I wonder what the temperature is. Like, when you start thinking about that, you don't realize how hot it is. Yeah. And so it's... you and I just tend to do that. And I think, like, that's been interesting because you have to realize that you are not everybody. Exactly. So we have to think differently. We have to go about things differently, try to bring up, you know, the energy in the group, if something feels challenging for people, even if we don't think it's challenging, it's not getting annoyed because they think it's hard when it's not. It's about supporting the group and making sure everybody is okay and has what they need and trying to, again, lead by example of just like shifting the mindset into something more positive. Yeah. And that's all that we can do, but that's been a big thing we've learned as well. Totally. I think too, like, you know, I was scrubbed in at work today and I realized, um, you know, just kind of in closing, right. Is I, I'm so ready to go on another Travis's adventure. Mm -hmm. I just, I love it so much and I've grown to love it even more every single trip, even though there's things that come up, even though there's things that you feel like, Oh my gosh, but a, a, they always say it in golf. A bad day on the course is a is better than a good day at work. Yeah. Right? And a quote-unquote bad day, which I don't even have any bad days. I might be tired. I have tired days in 
on a Travis S. adventure is better than the best day ever at work. A hundred percent. And so like, but that's what's cool is like, this is becoming work for us. And I, I, I love every minute of it. And I love everybody that comes on these trips. And I'm, I'm a better person for everybody that has come on these trips. They've taught me something about myself. They've taught me something about themselves. And I just love that we're growing our community because it's something that I've always wanted. I've always just wanted to like get to know new people and like have an experience with people. And I, I think that's a really cool thing that we've been able to do. And I love every trip that we've ever taken, all 10 of them. I'm so blessed. Yeah, 100%. It's the coolest job ever. It really is. It's so fun. We're getting ready to head to Patagonia with a brand new group. And we know two people. So we, uh, Paul came to Bali with us, who mm-hmm. we love. And he's a guy. And he's a guy. We have two guys on that trip. And then also um, Sarah, who hiked Peru with us. And so we know two people, which Wish is awesome. her husband was coming. Yeah, her boyfriend. Boyfriend, but... Uh, but yeah, and then uh, the rest of the people are all new. So I'm excited to meet like a brand new group of people and to do Patagonia is just an incredible experience. It's a hike. So, you know, we the last four trips we've done have been Bali, 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 which we love, but I'm excited to get like into the mountains to do something physically hard, to, to hike, just to like be in nature and to have another kind of gritty trip like that. Like yeah. I'm craving that. Like... I don't want to go stay and, you know, whatever. I like, I want to, like, be on the trail and have I that agree. experience. So I'm so excited for that, and I'm so grateful for everyone in the community. We know three and... people. Carmen. Oh, yeah, Carmen. I forgot she signed up. Yes. We hiked with her in Peru, too. Um, like, love them. So it's going to be a really cool group. I can already tell just the energy, like, and... And that's another thing, too, with our hiking trips is that I feel like because people know what they're signing up for... The, the mindset's already there. Like you don't really hear a lot of people complaining on our hiking trips because they know what they they know why they're there. Like they know that this is going to be hard. And so we all like the morale in the group is always high, even when it's hard because we're all like encouraging each other. Like we got this. Come on, guys. Like you don't hear a lot of complaining. I really can't think of a time where people were just complaining. It was just like we got this like Mm -hmm. even when we're crying or throwing up or it's just like there's always positive energy and i love that and um and i think that's really cool about those kinds of trips not saying that people like that came to bali were complainers and i think that was just it was a different type of trip that we had to learn that not everybody thinks exactly how we do you like as a specific example um i don't know if i could I don't know if he'll want me to say his name, so I won't say his name just in case. But when we were hiking Mount Pator, and uh, one of the guys on the trip who we absolutely love, he was like, I'm going to make it up there, but I'm going to complain every step of the way. And he said it joking. And I was like, why are you going to complain? Like, we're hiking a volcano in Bali at sunrise. Like, it's going to be hard, but it's going to feel so freaking good. And, and then Aaron gave like this pep talk. Uh, we kind of do like this little like rah, rah, kind of let's go, which we do on all of our hiking trips. And Aaron gave this pep talk. It was just like, we can do hard things. Like we got this. Come on, guys. Like just think of us at the top of this mountain, watching the sun, drinking coffee. Complaining gonna, gets you nowhere. It just feel, makes it more tough. Yeah, so good. 
And so that talk like made such an impact in him where he went from, I'm going to complain the whole way up to being in the front of the group, being in the front of the group, helping another girl get up the mountain. He didn't complain one time. <laughs> and, and it re- he said it really changed like his perception and thought about like, if you're going to go up the mountain, you might as well try to enjoy yourself. And he did. Well, the it other the other guy on the other trip actually pulled me off the side after the briefing or into the trip, like middle of the trip, pulled me off the side. And he said, you remember when you said in the briefing that like, you know, Bali's hot. We're going to be hiking up a volcano. We're going to be doing a lot of walking. But like before you complain, catch yourself and just actually take a look at where you are and just have a little bit of gratitude that you're not at work. You're not scanning patients. You're not like in a hospital glued in wondering what's going on outside because you have no windows. Like just look at where you are, right? You're not dealing with screaming patients and families and all of those things. Like look where you are, take a deep breath and usually your complaint goes away. And he actually said that landed so hard with me that like I've been thinking about that all the time. And when I did feel like I wanted to complain, I just looked up and was like, I'm in Bali. And I was like, wow, that's really cool that that landed, you know? And yeah. that, that was like awesome. So I that's all that. that we can continue to do. And I think just putting that kind of mindset out for the people that come on our groups, um, because that is how we live. And that is a cool way to live life. It's really helpful. That's not a lesson that I just want you to do because I'm micromanaging you. That's like, that's a lesson you can take into life. Mm -hmm. And like, it really does help. It helps when your day sucks at work to just have gratitude for something, right? And it changes your mentality and it changes the way your day goes. A hundred percent. Your mind is super powerful and what you kind of keep focusing on, you just create more of, right? Mm -hmm. And so you can easily shift your mindset. I say easily, it's not always so easy, but you are in control of that. And like focusing on the good rather than the bad. And like that is such a powerful thing you can do as a human is like, you can't always control your experience, but you can control the way you experience the The experience, experience, right? And so anyways, I think that's just a really powerful tool. And um, anyways, I don't know how we went and ended up on that, but yeah i guess we'll just end it there um but all in all like these trips are teaching us so much Mm -hmm. about ourselves how we go about things how we speak like how the leaders we are our relationship our partnership like it's a game changer uh for us in so many ways and we are so excited to just continue to grow this and meet more travelers yeah, and, and again, have cool adventures thank together. Thank you guys for trusting us with this and allowing us to go on this journey and become better. Yeah. You know, because of all of you that trust us to come on these trips and you come and you fill them and you know, you do so much more for us than just show up and I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah. We're blessed by everybody that has come. Thank you. So let's keep going, baby. Let's freaking go 2025. Woof woof. All right. Toodaloo. Right. Bye.